0: Hello everyone, it's Scripture Talk with Emeka Antorera and today we are continuing with the series Grow Strong, How to Grow from Babyhood into a Starward Christian. It's been an exciting time so far of learning and sharing God's word with you, our amazing audience, and I want to thank you for your constant engagement. I believe you're being blessed. God bless you. Um, Let's start very quickly with a word of prayer and dive right into today's episode. Father God, we want to say thank you because we are loved by you. We will never get used to this, Lord. We thank you because we have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. Even though one time we used to be far away, we used to be disconnected from you, hopeless, without God in this world, strangers from the covenants of promise. We thank you now that we are in the most intimate relationship we could ever be with you. And it is a privilege. We give you thanks for this in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, because we are loved by you and we are cherished by you. We thank you because the entrance of your word give a light and give a understanding to the simple. In every area where we are simple, where we lack understanding, we thank you that as we, as we look into your word, You would minister your understanding to us by your spirit, who's our teacher, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, and we are confident that because we have asked according to your word, you hear us. And because you hear us, we have the petitions that we have desired of you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah, so we've been talking about spiritual growth and maturity. Um, why it is necessary for us as believers to grow spiritually, you know? And we said that spiritual growth is an intentional process of moving and increasing from babyhood stage at new birth into the kingdom of God and then onto mature manhood. We also said that it's important, we give a number of reasons why it's important for us to grow spiritually for what is expected. God designed everything that has a life to grow. It is a desire of God for us to grow, you know, so that um, we can fulfill all the plans and purposes of God for our lives. Um, we also said that, we also said That he helps us to fulfill the plans and purposes of God for our lives, right? Kingdom business cannot be handled by babies, right? So, um, as we grow up spiritually, God can then trust us to handle more stuff in the kingdom. And then it hastens the pace at which the plans and purposes of God are being executed in the earth. We also said it helps us to differentiate between sound doctrine and false doctrine, right? A spiritual baby is at the mercy of the caregivers around them. And if they are sadly in the wrong hands, in the the hands of shepherds who are not after God's own heart, then uh, it, 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 it will derail them it would affect the quality of life they would live here on earth and it would also affect their eternal destiny. They wouldn't be prepared thoroughly. The Bible says that the ministry gifts were set in the body to prepare, to mature, to bring people's, God's people to a place of completion where they are equipped to do the work of the ministry that the body of Christ may be built up. So if a spiritual baby is not in the right hands. It's not in the right it doesn't have access to the right caregiver the right ministry give to prepare them then the body of christ won't be edified the end goal will not be achieved because they won't be prepared you know and the major tool that prepares us you know for the work of the ministry is the word of God the Bible says I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. So God's word is the primary thing that builds us up, you know, that prepares us. It is the word of God that the 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 man of God has, has to be skilled at with which he uses to furnish the people of God unto good works. So um it's important for us so that we can differentiate between sound doctrine and false doctrine. Um, you are what you eat. That's that's what dietitians tell us in the natural, and the the same is true spiritually. Some people have derailed from the faith because they got their hands on wrong materials, or they got themselves hooked up with the wrong preachers, and then wrong doctrine was taught them, and then you know the the story didn't end well. Today we're going to be talking about another point, which says um. It helps us to go further in our knowledge of God's word as as his Holy Spirit teaches us, you know. So the more um, spiritually mature we are, right, the more we feed on the right diet, the more our spiritual tongues are trained to value sound doctrine, you know. um, The Bible talks about not casting your pearl before swine. That means that you don't commit valuable stuff to people who do not appreciate them right so you don't wear an expensive diamond chain on the neck of a pig you get i know that when part of the world where in the certain people that you know talk about animal rights and all that and all that but the truth of the matter is no matter how much we try to and um, couch these things a pig doesn't know doesn't understand the value of that thing if you maybe the owner bequeaths a diamond you know let's say 24 car diamond necklace to it for all he cares, there's just something around its neck you know and when it comes to doctrine you get sound doctrine, will not the revelation knowledge cannot be imparted to you if you do not demonstrate value to it. And the way to demonstrate value to it is that you have been exposed to it over time. You've used it, you've seen how important it is to your well-being, right? I, for one, run after sound doctrine. When I spot something that doesn't align with it miles away, I don't even touch you with a 10-foot pole. I run away. Why? I know what um, exposing myself to wrong doctrine at some point in my life, I know the negative impact it had in my, on my faith work. And I know how sound doctrine caused me to advance in my work with God. I know how it positioned me to stand firm you know, in my authority as a believer. I know how it helped me to accomplish some things that God assigned me to. So that then causes me to run after, to value the right thing. And because of that, because God sees that, I value him. The Bible says that in in, in Jeremiah chapter, let me open my Bible there. In Jeremiah chapter 23, it says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. That's the uh, the, the verse 14, the, the first part of the verse. The more God saw that I, I, I committed to the word, I found that uh, um, revelation knowledge came more to me. I understood the word of God with so much depth and clarity. And my conviction of biblical truths were solidified. I was able to act on the word better. Why? It started with being fed on the right diet. That caused me to grow and because I was then familiar with the with the writing I, I, I it caused me to value the right thing and then go after it the consequence of that is you begin to subconsciously pursue God right it begins it, it just it, it just it, it just it's like an, you are um, it's almost like an automated response you know or reaction. Because, oh, you begin to go after the thing. All your your attention is consumed with, I need to be in the presence of God. I need to spend time with other believers that will sharpen me. I need to, you know, I need to spend more time in the word. I need to pray. I need to study the word of God more. And the more you do that, you begin to unknowingly open up yourself to the things of God. Your value for the things of God, appreciate, and then, that takes you further and deeper so if you think that oh i'm not satisfied with where i'm where i am you know when it comes to understanding the word you know some people just you look at men of god that the way they share the word and it's not just because the anointing is on the mean that this person the, the way their delivery is affected by the personal conviction they have of the truth that they are preaching And you just wonder and marvel, like, how do they do that thing? I want to be like this. It's simple. Just get yourself um, to feed on God's word constantly. Get on an intentional spiritual growth plan read your Bible, pray in tongues, belong to a Bible-believing local church where, the t- where you know that this person is a trusted shepherd after God's own heart that is committed to teaching the pure milk of the word of God that will cause you to grow. And just plug in. And the more you do these things, you know, the more revelation knowledge you'd be, you would have access to. The, more, the the deeper and the sounder you will get in the things of God, so it will cause you to advance, you know, in your knowledge of God's word. You know, in if you if we go back to Hebrews chapter five, verse twelve to fourteen, I would like to read the NIV version. Read it in the NIV version so that we can, we've been reading it, you know, so far since we started the series. But I want us to look at it in the New International Version, and I love the way. It puts it here. It he says, in fact, from best twelve, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. So you see that because they were in the babyhood stage, they were no, they, they, at this point in time, they were no longer bona fide baby Christians. They were just baby Christians by choice. They were not growing. And, God wasn't happy with that. He was saying that by now, you ought to be teachers. By this time, you ought to be teachers. But you, you, even right now, even though that's that's um, you ought to be teachers, we are still needing people. We are in need of people to teach you the elementary, the kindergarten stuff of God's word all over again, as though you had never heard it. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, still being an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. Can you see that? That because they remain in the babyhood stage, it was difficult for them to understand the truth of God's word. For example, righteousness They were unable to comprehend the deeper truths of God's word because they remained babes. So we see that if we grow spiritually, it's going to enhance our understanding of God's word. God is going to entrust us with more. It says what solid food, that's teaching about righteousness, is for the mature, sound doctrine is for the mature, who by constant use, you see that the issue that they had was that they were not using, they were not applying themselves to the word of God that that they were exposed to. They were not making the most of what they had been taught. It says, solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So if you want to advance in your knowledge of God's word, if you want to have deeper insights into the truth of God's word, grow up spiritually, commit yourself, you know, um, to an intentional process of spiritual growth. Another, the next point that's very close to this is, um, it helps us to deepen our intimacy in working with the father. You know, the more... We know the word of God, the more we know God, because God and his word are one, you know, and everybody that you've seen that has a walk with God that is vibrant, that is on fire, they're not babies. Anybody that you admire in the faith today, anybody that you look up to spiritually, that you consider a mentor, a father figure, or just a sound believer that you can, you know, you can listen to, you can benefit from, right? That person is m- most likely not a baby Christian. He's not a baby Christian. Why? It takes spiritual growth to facilitate our relationship with God. The most you can do with your baby is babble and cool along with them. You read them storybooks. They're just listening, you know. Of course, all of that is doing something to them. You know, it's developing their IQ and all that. But you can't get something um, remarkable from that. There's no exchange. The baby just remains, oh, your dependent companion, your baby cannot encourage you. The best that you can get encouraged by from your little babies, oh, they smile, you know, maybe you're not you're not so happy, it's been stressful. And then you see your baby cooing at you and smiling, that's the most you can get, you know. But you can't compare that with a, a father and son relationship, a mature son. You know, there, 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 there have been points in my life where my mother would call me over the phone and she would discuss adult stuff with me. She couldn't discuss all those things with me when I was a baby, when I was four years old, five years old. There were some things even when I was 16 years old, she couldn't, because I did not have the mental capacity to um, process what she was telling me. But the more I grew, the more mature I became, the easier it was to relate with me. Now both of us are adults. There's still some things that I might not be able to understand because she's had more experience than I have. You know, she's been around here longer. But the, the, um, for the most part, we can we can connect on so many levels because growth has happened to me. So growing up spiritually helps us to deepen our intimacy in working with the Father. The Bible says in Emo three three that two cannot work together except they be agreed. <laughs> You get two cannot walk together. It says, can two walk together except they be agreed? You get a baby Christian or a canal Christian that doesn't really know the word has a, is very limited in their relationship with God. It's always from like the church in the wilderness, the people of Israel. They, it was only Moses and maybe Joshua that had an intimate relationship with God because these people were just a bunch of people that they didn't know. the. the it says, the, there's a verse that says that God showed his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. So they saw his displays, his acts, his mighty power, but they did not know him on a personal level. They did not know him intimately, but Moses did. And, the, and we, we saw that to the end of Moses' life, His walk with God grew more intimate, such that he rubbed off on Joshua, his assistant, and he was able to replicate the same. So walking or growing up spiritually would cause us to um, grow closer in our relationship with God. So our time is fast spent today, and it was a wonderful time um, sharing God's Word with you on this episode. I look forward to tomorrow when we would um, continue to discuss the same topic, Grow Strong, how to grow from babyhood into a stalwart Christian. Have a wonderful day. Bye. If you're hearing this message, you have listened to the entire episode of Scripture Talk podcast. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Scripture Talk is a show where we discuss biblical subjects and answer difficult questions from the Bible. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, do not forget to share with your friends and family. See you next time.